Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Luxury Healing, baby. <laughs>
Y'all know when I call you bitches because I don't know your names individually. It's a term of love. Um, I don't never judge y'all. If I don't relate to something, it's because it's not something that I've experienced because I've not had to. But I don't never judge y'all. And the reason that I don't judge y'all is because I go back and I look for the Oedipus or I look for the Electra in your condition. And I say, why would a motherfucker let somebody do that to them? Or why would they think it's okay to do that? And so when we look at cult theory and cult technology and just people being in these cults, you look at the socioeconomic status and you look at their Maslow's hierarchy of needs, and one of the most basic hierarchy of needs is shelter, food, water, shelter. And by the time you get to self-actualization, you're at the top. And so Auntie has always talked to you about my self-actualization process. And I remember getting in this relationship in the beginning and thinking, like, this is going to work because I needed to be protected. I needed someone to show up for me, and I needed, you know, I had needs. I needed someone that was proud of me. I needed someone that was going to help me and not in a financial sense. I can I can go get some fucking money. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like the old adage, I can teach you how to fish. You know, I am the fish. I'm, I'm going to go get, if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to go get some money. You know, because I don't, I don't have, I don't have a silver spoon. I don't have, you know, anybody that's really um, taking care of me. I take care of everybody, right? So when we talk about the matriarch of family, that's me. So my mother's death anniversary was yesterday, maybe today, the 24th or 25th. And the reason I don't remember is because my life changed. I was married. A lot of people don't realize I was married to a professional baseball player. Don't get it twisted. No money fucking came from that. Still self-made, not man-made. I allowed this man to pay a very small portion to make sure that his son was okay. Our son was okay. So I'm not like a lot of you motherfuckers because I always knew I'm going to get some money. And I believe in treating these Negroes fair. And so because of my mother, a lot of you cats out here didn't suffer because my mother didn't raise me like that. My mother was a G. My mother was married four fucking times. You you bring me somebody, kind of me, and even in the 80s, even worse in the 80s, that was married four motherfucking times, all to black men. Okay? And so... I have a different relationship with what I think a relationship should look like because my mother and my aunt and my grandmothers were wives. So I was raised by wives. So I understand the notion of side chick, but I never really acknowledged that because if you're not married, no such a thing. No such a motherfucking thing. You can live with a motherfucker. You get, it don't matter. If you ain't wife, you ain't got your name in the papers, you ain't on no beneficiary paperwork. But there are other ways to commit, absolutely. But I was raised by a wife. So I function as a wife in every relationship that I go into. And I tell a lot of women who 
you guys are listening to a lot of women who have not been married or who are not married, who have not been raised by wives, who are the product of side chickism, who are the papa with a rolling stone offspring, tell you how to get or keep a man, and that just really doesn't work because it's just you haven't done the research, baby. And then you have women telling you what men want. Why would I listen to you? You're not a man. Like, what are you talking about? I'm going to listen to what the men say, right? So I go into every relationship as myself. I am a nurturer. I'm a cancer. And it's funny because somebody mistook mistook my energy for Aries energy. No. My mother was an Aries. My brother is an Aries. My other stepbrother is an Aries. My son is an Aries. My god sister is an Aries. But I am a cancer. We are the mother of the zodiac, right? And we are often confused with motherfuckers that give a fuck. Um, so in order for cancer to be the mother of the zodiac, right, what, do your mother, what does your mother do? Your mother knows everything, right? We have to research. We have to study. We have to know our children. We have to know our prey. We have to know. And then, and then the sign of the, the cancer is a crab, right? I've never been a crab in a barrel. I want all you hoes to get some money, even if it's from my dude. Get you some fucking money. If you're going to put your life at risk, get you some fucking money. So I um, I had legal counsel today, and um, I apologize in advance. This is a very emotional show for me because I'm very embarrassed. Um, who I am, I don't know how to... Uh, I don't know how to cut it off. I don't know how to not be 100. I own a cafe called Black House Beignet. It's located at 616 Niagara Street, Niagara Falls, New York. I'm across the street from the casino. I'm a pit boss. I um, I work 16 to 20-hour days, and um, I inherited the cafe last August, which took up some of my time. Um, a world-renowned chef handed me the the uh, cafe, and I turned it into what it is now. I also own Black House Growers. I, I actually own the entire Black House family. So if you go on theblackhousefamily.com, that is just three of my brands. Um, I own 716 CBD. Um, I'm affiliated with Black Farmer Fund based out of New York City. Uh, they just did an article in Forbes about my uh, my my sponsor, my donor, and I'm one of the only co. Well, I'm sorry, I am the only co. Where I don't, you know, it is. I have a problem with bragging. So, so a lot of you women mistake me and my presence as bragging. That's just really how I fucking am. And I don't talk about my accomplishments enough. And so, therefore, sometimes I forget. And I have to remind myself that through the fire, I still persevered. So I was in a situation, blame 100% on him, but I blame more than 50% because I always showed up as myself. I don't know how to put on a mask. If you ever notice, I don't wear a mask on fucking Halloween. I was who I was when I got here. And you knew that. And I saw something the other day that somebody young, and I so appreciated this, 
said, and it really fucked with me, and it said that people get close to you because they think that you're a fraud. And then when they get close to you and see that your light, your magic, and your your, your ethic, is you, you really are who the fuck you say you are, they become embarrassed because they're like, wow, how does a $20,000 book deal just come to her? How does she just inherit a cafe? How does she just, she functions in abundance, right? And I don't understand how she did, does that. And I'm being humble with you hoes. I'm I'm being very, and hoes is entertainable, male or female. I'm being humble with you hoes. Like, I have not even stepped out in the last year the way that I normally do. I ain't bought a fur. I ain't really tricked off nowhere in Honolulu, nothing. I haven't been myself. You're welcome. You're welcome. And I do this because I love my city and there were other things at stake. So I was in a situation with somebody where I was, um, and I'm so fucking embarrassed because I got to tell y'all this because some legal shit going on. I, I just have to tell this. Like, I'm embarrassed because I'm an upstanding person in my community. I'm an upstanding person in my state. I'm an elected official. And the person that I was in a relationship with holds a, a, a job that is upstanding as well. And so to protect him for the nine months that he was off work because he suffered an accident while at work, still being paid, of course, I buried a lot of shit. In July, well, let's go back to May. I want to paint a picture because I want to, this is all part of a legal consult. In May of 2022, my life was threatened. And as a result, I called his mother. We were cohabitating at the time. And I didn't tell her what was going on because I'm not a pussy asshole. I'm somebody that's like, you know, this woman is elderly. I don't really want to mind you. The mother's never liked me. Her name actually rhymes with mine. Mm. Our parents were friends, and that's important because I want you to understand our parents are friends. My father, his his father, the uncles, all that. And um, she just never liked me from day one. That's okay. I'll win her over. Everybody's mother loves me because I don't ask your sons for money. I forgive them for their discretion and for getting me fucked up. And um, I'm just, I don't want nothing from your son but love. I don't, you know, so I've never had a problem with anybody's mother um, ever in the history of niggerdom have I ever had a problem. So May of last year, um, I've been in the situation where I was being physically assaulted once a month. And if y'all know me, y'all know I'm just not going to let no motherfucker just put their hands on me. I'm going to beat your ass back. And I realized quite recently, speaking to somebody that I had been tricked into thinking that I had to take those beatings because I was told that because at one point I had blacked his eye at one point 
he had a gash over his eye. Um, and I was told, if I'm going to jail, you're going to jail too. Because I have several businesses throughout the city. I have a son. I have other shit going on. I didn't want that. And I realize now that I stopped fighting back. So I would allow this man to just do what he does. No warning. You know, I'm a pretty good judge of character. I'm part of my job and my real life job, what I do for a living, what pays my insurance and all that. And I love my job, my actual 9 to 5, but it's actually 8 to 4, the other hours, is I de-escalate. That's what I do. I have people losing hundreds of thousands of dollars, and I de-escalate. And so if I'm in a space where I can't de-escalate you, nothing that I do or say, that means that you came here with the intention to harm. And so now I have to call security, and I have to call people, and you have to get out. So May of last year, it is important to notate I was threatened, choked out the day before an event, his retirement event from a branch. And um, I called his mom because I wanted her help because she is an outstanding person in the community as well. And so I told you what she did from living, you wouldn't even fucking believe me. And um, she said, well, you know, if it's going to be a problem, you shouldn't come. Now, this is after she called me a liar. This is after... I planned a party out for him. Party was going to be closer to $10,000. I also had a gala planned for my son because his graduation was the same day as my birthday at the museum, which the gala went off. You saw that. That was the uh, recreation of the scene from Belly um, on my birthday. So May, um, I didn't attend the event because you tried to kill me the night before. And then the next day, I had my cousin help me move out. I moved everything out of the house. I had no furniture. I just mostly had just, like, stuff, like, you know, cups, bowls. Like, I redecorated. I spent over 10 grand just redecorating this motherfucker's whole house because he's just, you know, a bachelor. But then you think about it, you're like, you're not really a bachelor. You're a grown-ass fucking man with grown children, and your couch is 13 years old, and you have the same plates, and, you know. So let me spruce it up. And this is after the robbery of my house. This is after... You know, I was, um, how can I put it? So my house got robbed in October of 2021. Still hasn't been investigated. Um, my investors have an issue with that. That's another story. I was then later on charged with saying that I robbed the girl that actually robbed me. Um, <laughs> uh, and then they tried to charge my significant other at the time was saying that he was trying to threaten her and this is nothing in the video footage shows that he had his hands in his pocket the whole time he never threatened anybody and actually it was an issue because I'm like damn I'm like, you didn't even say nothing and I'm the one I was like no it was me so I'm talking to the police like no it was me it was me I did this I did that so I had to hire an attorney and I ate that he was off of work and they set out for a witch hunt I can't leave because, and I'm not giving you excuses as to why I didn't leave. I'm just telling you the scenario because I don't judge. Don't judge me, please. I'm just telling you because I'm fucked up right now. And I'm, I'm angry and I'm hurt. And that's all right. That's all right. So 
I um, hire an attorney, I price $1,000 an hour because my man didn't do nothing. It was me. I told the bitch, give me the shit out the cart. You owe me 25 racks. And she gave it to me. I mean, I didn't rob anybody. What you trying to say? I robbed you. The, the charges went away. And um, it is what it is. Can't steal. Who steals? <laughs> like, who steals? So that was in March. And I ate that for you. My face was fucked up in April, and um, a friend of ours who works for an agency saw that, and he says, what happened to your face, Mr. Ask your friend? So now at this point, you know what's going on. And I have to paint a picture because I have to, I'm concerned. Not scared, but I'm concerned. So why is nobody talking to you? So you have to understand that my relationship with my significant other, you didn't really have friends, and the friend that he does have is 10 years younger, married, Dude got kids. He doesn't have any black male friends. His father is deceased. And anytime him and I get in an argument, he calls his mother. Big red flag. I didn't think nothing of it because I respected his mother's opinion at the time because my mother's dead. And it would have been great to have a mother figure that knew my mother, but, <laughs> bitch, you and my mom are not the motherfucking same. Not even close. Not even fucking iota not slightly at all so may come threat to kill me I was just in the bed that night and I was like I can't you know and he's telling me you deserve to be beat up whatever nigga beat you up now mind you I haven't been in an abusive relationship in 25 years since stay in your lane and that person is currently incarcerated probably for the rest of his life not because of me because he did other heinous shit Okay, and um, what ended up happening is um, I don't cheat in my relationship. That's not what I do. I'll leave, but I don't cheat. So I left on the night of his uh, retirement party, May the 17th. And um, the mom never talked to him. He had gotten into a car accident at work, so he was off on medical for months. While I'm working 12 and 16-hour days, still cooking dinner, still. And I haven't been to the gym in two years because I'm trying to take care of him, my son, my family. I'm exhausted. I look like shit. And I'm just not used to this type of love. I'm, I'm I, you know, let, let me say this, and, and I feel very compelled to say this. A man might do you fucking completely filthy. I'm going to say this. Doesn't mean he didn't love you. Just means he don't love his fucking self. But I've never had a man watch me cry. I've never had a man not know how to fix what he broke. And I've never had a man not pay I have been thoroughly loved and adored by the men that I have chosen to date. They just may have just straight or just did some, what I call, niggas gonna nig. And please excuse my French, and I'm saying niggas in N-E-G-U-S in the, in the form of king. Niggas gonna nig. I can't, I can't fault your biological. 
when I tell you I'm breezy on a lot of shit, like I don't I don't never be mad at the at the other woman. You did your job, you did what hoes do. But if you would have came to me first, I would have told you how to do it better. We could have made something out of this. <laughs> I could have helped you. I could have got you out your apartment. I could have got you a car. But but because your feelings are hurt, I don't function off feelings. I function off rationale. I function off the next six months of my life. I function off the next year. So I move out the next day, the day of this party, and I tell myself specifically I'm not going to this party because you're not going to rope me into a situation where we make a public appearance. like, dude, fuck you, you know? So I don't go to the party. And he calls me from the party, and he's like, you come to the party? And I'm like, dude, you just told me that you glad I got beat up. And I'm like, bro, that's 25 years ago. You putting your hands on me, throwing me in the wall, hairline fracturing my arm, you know, sprained wrists and shit. Like, I, you know, it's different. And I can't even defend myself anymore because now he's calling my family, trying to tell my aunt shit about me, my uncle. And it got to the point where my aunt in Pittsburgh had to tell her, don't call my phone no more about my niece. Because you're lying. And so that's how my family is. My mother, if I if, if my mother was alive and I was dating this person, she'd say, don't come and tell me nothing else about this motherfucker until you're ready to leave. Don't call me to your house. So, so every time, so every month, this motherfucker told me, get the fuck out of my house. Get the fuck out of my house. So I'm constantly moving out. I got stuff. Cause now, now, let me be clear. Let's, let's also be clear. When I met this motherfucker, I had an apartment that I run it out to people just because a lot, actually a lot of domestic violence survivors, people that came in from out of town just needed to break a lot of single mothership because this is my contribution back. Okay. He told me, get rid of the apartment. You don't have to stay there. There's a lot of criminals over there, whatever. I own a house three blocks away from where the apartment was. I own it like outright, bought it, cash, whatever. The construction was stuck on the house. He's like, well, why don't you just move here? Blah, blah, blah. Now, I'm at my mother's house. Let's be clear. My mother's been gone for 10 years. My stepfather's there, but I don't entertain company in my house. I never have, never will. That's not what I do. So I um, am in a space where he's like, yeah, you can just come stay with me. And I'm like, okay, I'll take a break from the house shit because it was just, it was very emotional to get robbed. And then nobody does anything about it. The case is still not closed. You know, and I put over $110,000 into this. Now, mind you, all of this is going on while his mother thinks I'm some broke-ass bitch that needs her son for something. The amount of money that I owe in taxes is one of the bitches that he fuck with salary. Let's just talk about it. And this is no shade to abroad, but fucking oak tree, okay? Because I, I can't, I just, I can't hold this in anymore because it's not about, you should have just left me the fuck alone, Okay. So May 17th, that night, I still had the keys to the house and I moved everything out. My cousin Eric came, helped me, and because um, I'm like, this dude got in a car saying he need help. Because remember, I'm a healer. So it's not as simple for healers as just, we well, should have left that motherfucker alone. Bitch, I don't need to hear that shit. That's what you do because you have no roots in anything. I'm rooted in certain things, especially in my community, especially in black men. I believe in black men. I believe that you can heal. I believe that my love should have been enough, but it wasn't. Because some of y'all was raised by Satan himself, and y'all ain't shit. Some of y'all. I have never, and I'm going to say this, I don't give a fuck 
I have never in my life met bad stock until now. Like just on some like, you really a grimy, dirtball-ass motherfucker. Like you, like I have never, and again, I have been done dirty by Negroes, but there was a level of coup. There was a level of, let me leave this bitch the fuck alone because she could end me today and she chose not to because she loved me. Let me let me not allow my mother to continue to disrespect this broad, not knowing the shit that I put this bitch through. I've never seen this. I've never met anybody that didn't know the rules of engagement. So may happen, and my brother goes to the, to the party, I send them there, and everybody is asking, "Where's the knees? Where's the knees? Where's the knees?" We had done a photo shoot for the engagement, called the engagement off, because it's just it's what we call love bombing. And I have a problem with the usage of the word narcissistic because Narcissus in Greek mythology is a beautiful, beautiful man that was so beautiful that he drowned in his own reflection in the stream. This motherfucker ain't beautiful, you know. So I, I, I have a really hard time using that reference so maybe his disorder or whatever he got going on but it's like i know i didn't make you feel that motherfucker gorgeous it's the motherfuckers that don't have nothing that make you feel like that because see i make motherfuckers ascend you got to come up and meet me where i'm at and i'm gonna reach my hand out every time i try to bring you but that whole adage of like you know, if you do this, I do that, man, fuck that. If you over a certain age and a motherfucker can't get with what you're doing, there's a level of jealousy there. And I've had every single person that's in my life tell me, like, every time this motherfucker beats up on you, it's after an event. So we're going to get to that. And so, therefore, he wants to see you succeed but not more than him. And it's just like, well, when I met you, that was already an issue. Just because I ride around in a roller skate in a yellow motherfucking other vehicle that doesn't mean that I'm not, like, I don't flaunt my money. I show class, I show grace, so I don't have to show mercy, but I'm not out here trying to get fucking robbed. I'm out here trying to mind the business that pays me, motherfucker, you don't pay me. So this is all while I'm cooking every morning, cooking every night. This man is off work for nine fucking months with a head injury. And I kept your secret. And I'm only saying this because there's legal, legal shit going on right now because I can't take it because I'm, I'm tired of feeling like it's my fault because that's what I'm told every fucking day. Well, you hit me. Yeah, retaliation. And then he started video recording me. He would do fucked up shit like when he popped me in the mouth and when he left me in the fucking vineyards and shit like that. Like, that's why I tell y'all, like, and I've told you this before I got into this relationship. When you see a broad getting a G-Wagon or you see somebody on a Learjet or you see somebody getting the things that you wish you had, you don't know what the fuck you had to endure to receive those gifts. A lot of times they was a guilt gift. A lot of times. Mm. Okay? If I'm a sufferer, I'm not going to suffer for free. And so that's what I tell people. Like, if you know that you love a person and you're going to stay with them, it's no point in telling your dad and telling your brother and telling everybody to come over there and knock a tandem between the motherfucking washer and dryer. There's no point of that. There's no point in calling your hitters. There's no point in doing any of that. You're going to be with them. Not everybody dead. What's the point? So I buried it because we now we have, we have a case going on legally where he's involved with his job because he was standing there, he was off duty, whatever, whatever. So may happen 
and I end up having to go to Atlanta because one of my aunts is, is not doing well. And, I, you know, I run into my cousins and things like that. When I'm in Atlanta, I got my son with me. And his birthday was that week. The following week after I moved out the house. The night I moved out the house, because if y'all know me, y'all know me personally, y'all know I'm a very spiritual person. I knew that night something was wrong. I'm crying. And my brother comes over and he had just left the party. He's like, yeah, his mom took over. She took center stage. I said, that's what's up. Did he have a good time? He said, yeah. He says, but you could tell you were definitely missed. He was going on a party telling people I had an attitude and that's why I didn't show up. It's like, no, nigga, you choked me out with a wet towel the night before in the fucking, I'm washing my hair and you fucking told people that I wasn't there because I had an attitude. No, you threatened to fucking kill me the night before. And then up until an hour prior to the fucking party, when I called my cousin to get my shit the fuck out the house and had to put it in storage, $200 a month that I paid for. Because let's be clear, I'm not a broke-ass bitch because we're going to get to that in a minute because the mother thinks that I wanted her son for something. Like, I make three times what her son makes. Keep it all the way real. Well, she don't run no business. Motherfucker, I'm printed in several magazines, Modern Farm, fucking I write for Noir Room as well. It's like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Your son is not the fucking prize, ma'am. Like, he's not. And I, I, I tried to bring him on a journey, but the motherfucker was only meant to fucking climb a set of stairs. Motherfucker wasn't ready for this. So, so be careful, ladies, what you're praying for. You're praying for, you know, this, this this man that you ain't equipped to fucking deal with. And that's exactly what happened. Motherfucker couldn't maintain. He was great the first year. And I can tell you this with great certainty. Anything I need, anything I want. The motherfucker just came over here the other day, brought me some flour, brought me some oil. He's he's tripping because he into it with the bitch he fucking with now. Because motherfucker, bitch, you think I don't know? You think I don't know? I don't use sulfur aid on my hair, baby. I got edges. I don't got no braids. I ain't got no hair missing for no fucking wear. You think I don't know that he's using the African pride? But he back using Axe body wash. Baby, when he was with me, we was using at least Neutrogena and Dove. You think I don't know you exist? That's okay. Be safe, baby. Be safe. So let me get to that in the disrespect. Because, girl, you in danger. <laughs> Funny because, like, I was just there. I was just there. But if you feel like you want to be the poor man's Denise, you do that. You do that. So the leopard don't change its spots. It just changes its prey, baby. I have never been mad at you bitches. I've never been mad at you hoes for doing what hoes do. You want to suck dick on TikTok for free, you do that. I could have taught you how to get some money. Okay? It's not that old prostitution. Are you teaching girls with prostitution? No, I'm not. If he can ask you for some pussy, you can ask him for some money. And that's my agenda. That's my That's my motto. Because I don't suffer for free. Because some of you motherfucking men are insufferable. You let these motherfuckers use you as human receptacles for their pain and their suffering. And then you wonder why you walking around with COVID. Wonder why your kids all fucked up. Because you fucking with somebody that had no intentions for you and you allowing it and then calling it sexual liberation. Like, let's just stop. You're just a hoe. Just say that. You a nonprofit organization because you're not getting paid for your time. I don't give a fuck how much like it is in the world. You're going to pay me for my fucking time. You're going to pay me with your last name. You're going to pay me with a place to live. You're going to pay me with something. I'm leaving here with something, like Denzel said. And just like I'm leaving here with something, you're leaving here with something. I'm not, I'm not trying to live off no man, motherfucker. They be trying to live off me. Parasites. All right, and that wasn't my situation. This is because everybody's like, "Oh, you dated, you 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 settled, and all that." Nah, he had a job. He got a career. I net listen. I didn't pay no bills in the house, but let's be motherfucking clear because I know that this is a source of contention 
Denise didn't pay no bills in the house, but guess what? You didn't pay no bills in my house either because you forget I already had two other houses. You ain't pay no bills in my motherfucking house either, bitch. So stop selling that fucking story like Denise didn't pay no bills in my house. Your bills ain't come to $1,000. That's what I was paying. My bills come to six, seven racks a month. Yours come to two. Knock it the fuck off. When you have conversations with me, these are big girl conversations. And I never, not one time, actually pay a motherfucking bill in any of my houses, on any of my businesses, on any of anything. And you still cause me strife because I'm out here working. You see me work, oh, the problem started when you had to start working all the time. I'm working all the time, motherfucker, because I don't want to ask you for $50,000 because I know you don't got it. It's a source of fucking embarrassment. When if I was dating somebody else and I asked them, like, and they saw what I was doing, if they didn't hand me $50,000, they would have done $50,000 worth of work to help me. You didn't think to do that. I don't, I don't need the money. I needed the help. I painted and spackled a wall myself. That's not what the fuck these Scott do. Denise don't know how to paint. Oh, you should have told me. Why the fuck I got to tell you that this wall that's been sitting here fucked up in my cafe, you know, needed to be painted before I had a fucking, uh, you know, a, a, a gallery open it. I have a one-on-one piece from the Smithsonian Gallery. Shout out to Jose Torresama. You know, on February 10th, you forgot it was even an event day. You didn't even come. You didn't clean the spilled gumbo out my car for a fucking month later. It's like, dude, like, it's okay. Just leave me the fuck alone. Go go be with the chicken fryers and the whatever it is that's going to make you fucking happy because it's not me. Then a man that knows he can't give you what you need because he's not built for that. You built for somebody that you can rule. You cannot rule a God. You can't. And I thought you was a God, too, and I was mistaken. So those were the previous conversations that we had in the beginning when everything was cool. But now that I think about it, and I saw something today, and it was like when you really think about it, the mask comes off after 90 days. 90 days into our relationship, the same broad that he cheated on me with is the same broad that caught him told us that she was pregnant. And one thing about me, I'm not like you bitches. I watch how men treat y'all when they leave. I watch that. Because I know that one day that's going to be me. You bitches are so fucking arrogant. You think that you should. You are not the exception. You are the fucking rule. And age is what's going to humble a lot of you motherfuckers. Y'all out here, listen, when I find out, so, so let me get to that. So May happens. I fly home. This motherfucker apologizes to me about everything that happened because it's the first time. Me and this man have never been apart longer than two days. Because I'm forgiving of him because I'm thinking that this is a lesson for me, like I'm going through something because, you know. And, again, remember, we got this looming court case, okay? So we take my son and his girlfriend to Detroit because we went to go see a Deftones concert. I didn't know these tickets were like $500 a piece. It's okay. And my son taking his girl. Mm. My family is thick in Detroit. This Negro is Aggie the whole time we driving there because we took my car because this is when gas was like $5 a gallon. And he has a big old truck. The house, and then we had my stepdad going and checking on our dog, German Shepherd Husky Mix, which we picked up. So I, um, he was so arrogant that he's like, why don't you plug the phone up to your little screen, like, in the car so you can get the directions. I was like, I don't like doing that because my phone be interrupting. I just got back from Atlanta. <laughs> the nerve of you, motherfucker. I just got back from Atlanta. You should have been a little bit more gracious, a little bit more humble. 
So he, like a nutbag, because he doesn't believe that he hurts women, plugs his phone up to my console in the car. And an unknown number pops up at 12 midnight. Now, me and my dude are close. Remember, he don't have no black male friends. He don't have a father. He don't have uncles. He don't have nobody advising him on what the fuck he's supposed to do with a specimen like me other than his mother, who don't fucking know me and motherfucker, we are not the same. So, and he lies to her. In defense of his mother, he lies to her. He doesn't tell her the truth. Do you know he went to his mother's house one time and his mother's in the background. His mother has very much side chick behavior because she functions as his side woman, as, as his other woman. Whenever he mad at me, he calls her. It's very, you know, incestuous. And I'm not putting that out there like that. I'm just saying it's just it's not appropriate. And because um, my mother would have said, stop calling my fucking phone. You're going to be with this motherfucker, be with him. Don't call me unless this motherfucker done killed you. Call me from the grave. You like it, I love it. Don't call me about this motherfucker no more because obviously you keep going back. So this is a woman that has lied on me, said that I stuck my middle finger up at her. That's not what I do. Said that I was messing with white men. I ain't never in my life even dated a white man. Like, just crazy. Like, this is shit that the side bitch does. Like, this, like to get the attention of the man, so you could be like, what the fuck is, are you okay? Is everything all right? And again, my mother knew her children. And I'm going to get to why I keep saying my mother. My mother knew her children. She knew above anything else, Denise going to do this, David going to do this, Mark going to do this, and Rissa going to do this. You don't know your children. You don't know your child. Okay? You're in danger. Like, this, this is a problem. So he calls me the last night I'm there on his birthday because I was out of town. This is my family. Telling me he bugged out on his mom, flipped the kitchen, and tore everything up. And I'm like, why? He's like, is she saying you? His mother thought I was doing voodoo on her. No, baby, it's called love. And if y'all don't know by now, love is the highest vibration. Seven different kinds of love. You will never outdo me a motherfucking day in your life functioning from below the heart chakra. You won't. If you functioning with sex, you probably can outfuck me, but bitch, I'll pay you for it. I don't got to fuck a nigga to fuck a nigga. I don't. I get in his head before I get in his bed. The motherfucker love me. He love me forever. <laughs> I'm worse than Wakanda. And it's not about the coochie. The, the shit that y'all young girls doing out here, getting the herpes on your lips from eating a man's booty cat, girl, go ahead. I'll pay you to do it because I like mine eating too. But at the end of the day, if we don't have that kind of relationship because I'm not doing it, I don't have to. Don't you feel some type of way that you're doing all this and you ain't even get a Snickers bar out to sit and I'm doing all this and I damn near got last name, half, living in the crib, you, you know, all this other shit. Anything I needed that motherfucker to do, he did it. And I appreciate that. That is one thing I will say about my ex is that anything I needed him to do, he did it. He might have been mad, he might have been, but he did it. But to me, that was not love. That was him being a provider because he saw that in his own home. My father was a provider. So the phone rings, unknown number, 11, 13, 12 o'clock at night. Me and this dude close. This is like my best friend, like best friend as far as in a relationship. We tell each other things. And uh, my best friend is my sister in D.C. And um, he doesn't even have that. So imagine your outlet being your girl. So who is calling us at 30 at night? So it's this girl, the same girl that says she's going to spit on me, the same girl says she's going to slap me down. Like all these things that you keep giving her partners for that you should have knocked her head in between the microwave and the fucking stove and you didn't. 
So I already know that this girl got something on you that you ain't, because you, Mr. You know, I kill this, I kill that, I'm military, I'm done, and I, you know, motherfucker, get the fuck out of here, because if that was the case, you would have checked this motherfucker, because I'm going to tell you right now, my hoes know better. Even if I was in a relationship and told the truth about the shit, and, and you, you caught that, right, and told the truth about the shit, and then whatever, whatever, my hoes know better than to speak to me, and they see me with somebody. My hoes know better than to say, like, oh, I'm going to knock this motherfucker head off. They know better than that. I let you do what you do in peace. Let me do the same. But I'm not like you because I don't lie. If I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. Okay? And my men don't lie to me. One of the reasons I'm not married to somebody that literally loves me to death, like he will run through a fucking drug. If that motherfucker knew what I went through right now, motherfuckers wouldn't even be existing. Right? But I can't tell this motherfucker shit like that because he's crazy. This motherfucker crazy. This motherfucker burn, running a burning building crazy. And it's not that he crazy about me. It's just that we are connected in a certain way, and there is a different kind of love, but it's not the kind of love that you marry somebody for. Y'all, y'all young ladies need to understand there is a difference. Just because a motherfucker come back to you over and over again, that means you just his favorite dummy, baby. It don't mean that you his favorite anything else other than a dummy. I promise you that. So may happen, and... um. I end up, she calls us, well, she inboxes my um, my business page, which is actually ran by my son. And this is very concerning to me because I'm like, okay, um, I don't want to answer this, but at the same time, it's like, what's the problem? So... She tells me she's FaceTiming from our porch, and we're in Detroit. So the issue that I have is that we're in Detroit. You FaceTiming from our porch, and now we have an issue because why are you FaceTiming from our porch with your daughter who goes to school with my son? This is inappropriate. She's saying, what's up to my dog? Like, you know, you know my dog? Like, what's going on? Like, my actual animal dog. Like, is everything okay? So long story short, he is saying this girl is lying and this is and this. And I tell her, I say, I know, I know you're not lying, you know. And I don't give her my number, but we just talk all night. So now, silly me, because I understand and because I study my opponent, because I want to know. Because I know you cheated on me with this girl before because she's your old faithful. And I, too, have been an old faithful. But, baby, I was, listen, I was compensated. I'm not living in a duplex. I had a car. I wasn't no motherfucking pedestrian. I went, like, I don't understand. Why are you suffering for free? Get you, get, girl, get you something. And then you let them bone you raw, and then I got to go get AIDS. Cause like, so this is what happens in May. And I find this out while I'm with my child, and that's hurtful. So not only did I fly back to be with you for your birthday and then you cheated on me with this girl, I have conversation with this girl to make sure that I got to protect my dude because I'm thinking this is going to be my partner for life. This girl could say anything because she told me she was only in the house 30 minutes. Y'all, I still had the key to the house. What if I would have came home? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? So when you have that level of deceit and betrayal, 
difficult to bounce back for that. And so I want everybody to know it's not about the girl. I'm never mad at the girl. She did what she was supposed to do because she loved him. She did. And I think on some level he loves her too. And I told her that. Me and her had a conversation. I, I talked to her like auntie. I said, baby, do we owe you any money? She said, for what? But baby, you eat ass, I don't. You know, if that's not, you know what I mean? I said, because I wanted to keep my ass eater. And he said no. So that's why we had to get rid of you. Because I would have been, listen, the pe- the men that love me the most are the ones that have told me the truth. And that's why we're not together to this day. And I respect them. Like my grief partner is somebody that told me the truth from up front. And I respect them for that. Always have a place in my heart because they told me the truth up front. Doesn't mean they don't love me. It just means that what I wanted was something different than what they wanted. And I respect the fact that you told me the truth. So I don't I don't really have dudes really lying to me like that. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I never really had that. I had somebody say, like, this is what it is or this is what I'm doing or, yes, you know, or they'll tell on themselves first. Baby, this bitch going to say this and, and this is what happened, this, this, and that. So me being who I am, I go into protect mode. I want to make sure she's not saying we was raped. She's not saying because she's in our house. I had just moved out. Y'all, let me just give you a time frame. The party was over at 10.15. I had just finished moving out at 9 o'clock. By 11 o'clock, this girl was in my house, and by 12 o'clock, she was home. She said the ride there lasted longer than he did. What you two just did was participate in the sexual ritual because of your hatred of me. The fuck, like, and then he's so dumb, he didn't even have enough decency to call the girl the next day and say, look, what happened last night, I really appreciate that puss, but it's not going to happen again. I appreciate you just, you can pay, but this is to take the money. She would have took, took a rent payment. I know she would have. But you cut her off, you blocked her, you did all type of crazy shit that's causing her to make her look like she's crazy. I never thought that girl was crazy. I told him, I cried for this broad a year prior because I said, you used her. This girl has daddy issues. This girl has definitely been molested and raped, and you being 20 years older than her, because this nigga almost 50, I'll be 49. Motherfucker, it's 50, bitch. Like, knock it the fuck off. This girl is the age of your daughter who is 30, which, again, still a grown adult, but she does not have what you have, and what you have is everything to her. See, when you come to the table with me, motherfucker, you need to not come with a table. You need to come with the fucking countertop. You need to come with the fucking stools. Fuck a, fuck a table, motherfucker. Let's come with the house. I need you to come with the whole fucking house. And the house that you're doing, your foundation is cracked and fucked up. Pun fully fucking intended. I said, you use that girl. And I, listen, she don't know this. I cried for that girl. I said, you didn't have to do that to her. Not for me. And that's why she hate me, because of the way you did her, motherfucker. I'm always on the side of the woman first. But here's where y'all fuck up. When y'all start saying shit like, oh, he always miss his nastiest bitch and she can't suck dick. Bitch, I know that motherfucker didn't tell you that. I know he didn't tell you that. Huh. Huh. At the end of the day, I don't got to be nasty with a motherfucker like that because that's what you do for free. Some of the brokest bitches is the nastiest motherfuckers I know because you ain't got nothing else to do but fuck all damn perfect your craft. At least get paid for it, motherfucker. Who the fuck raised you? Where's your mother? Where's your aunt? Denise, all you talk about is money because I have to work all the fucking time. I 
effortlessly had somebody paying my bills. He effortlessly, that's what he did. I didn't pay shit. However, let's be clear, I still contributed to the home, at least $1,000 a month. Motherfucker, I was buying groceries, cooking gourmet meals, fucking buying, you know how they deliver the food to your house? That's how fucking busy I was. Velvet curtains and fucking motherfucker. When I met you, you had one blanket, two towels, a washcloth, a half a bar of soap, and a fucking couch that the Salvation Army wouldn't take when I bought the new one. Yes, that's right. The couch that you're sitting on, motherfucking legally, you are in illegal possession of, and I had to fucking call my lawyer to get you to fucking pay the couch off if you wanted to keep it because it didn't even go with the aesthetic of the fucking house that I'm finishing reconstructing right now. So I'm going to get to that. So that's in May, June on my birthday. So he cheats. The girl tells me I believe her. And then me have to file a restraining order against this girl because she puts our address on the Internet because she gets upset. I'm not an emotional motherfucker like that. I don't want to meet and talk with you because I'm not this nigga. I don't got to talk to you. FaceTime me. You gonna say, bitch, who the fuck is you talking to? First of all, your soul is fucking ugly. You have three children that you need to be fucking worried about. And at the end of the fucking day, this motherfucker didn't even want to claim you. And you allow that? For free? He didn't even get you an outrageous bar. Ain't that what you like? You don't fuck half the city for free. You suck. The motherfucker didn't even know you was a prostitute for a nonprofit organization. I say that because you ain't getting paid for that push. Do better. I want everybody to do better. This motherfucker would have paid you to keep it quiet from me, but you couldn't even keep it quiet because your intention was to hurt me. You got me $20,000 worth of items, and I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. He ain't pay you a fucking dime. Every time I turn around, that motherfucker was trying to do something because you had to tell on me because you thought it was going to humble me. I will never be humble before a motherfucker that is not a god. I will not. You did what bitches do. He did what niggas do. That is fucking part of human nature. But you two made it personal because I didn't do what you wanted me to do, and I never will. And it's sad. Because you didn't require shit. This motherfucker gets in a relationship with me, okay, and and, and thinks that I'm you. Absolutely not. You make coffee. I own the coffee. This is two different fucking things. And I could have taught you better than that, but you wanted to run your fucking mouth. You have children. You have a daughter that you should be teaching how to not be in situations where people are filming you for your dick-sucking skills. That's private, baby. And if nobody fucking told y'all, like, yeah, she did a good job, but it didn't do a good job enough to get you out the situation that you're in, the fuck you do it for? So now I'm taking a person because you did it because you fucking don't like me. Motherfucker, you don't want my spot. It's fucking terrible here. Weather's bad. <laughs> you know, but threatening me and saying you're going to do this and shit, bitch, I'm fucking a half a century years old. And your life ain't been right since, and I know you done moved on, you got a boyfriend, whatever. I don't give a fuck what you do. It was never personal. You made it personal because I'm never, I don't fuck Mary Man, but I'm, I'm never walking into a bitch house that I know was just here. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I stopped being friends with a bitch because she went in a motherfucker's house and the wife wasn't even living in the same fucking city. Bitch, you don't do that. 32 guns in that motherfucking house. Are you nuts? Two of them mine. The most powerful, the two most powerful motherfuckers in that day was mine. The fuck is wrong? Like, you hate me that bad? What the fuck I do to you? But exist. And I worry about that. 
I worry about the fact that you young women are out here thinking that you one up and motherfuckers. You're not getting no fucking prize, bitch. You're getting a fucking problem. You think I didn't know this motherfucker was a problem when he was treating you like that, when he was lying on you? Because I already knew I was next in line. But see, I'm not you. I'm not going to suffer for fucking free. We had to put a restraining order on you because you doxed him. You put our address on the fucking thing. I work for the fucking state. You can't fucking do that. And because he never knocked your motherfucking head off the way he was fucking beating on me, you didn't understand that. And the real, oh, he never did that to me. It wasn't because of respect, bitch. It's because he wasn't close to that motherfucker like that. You didn't have to deal with that motherfucker every day. You was filming only fans in his house with the Golden Grams box in the back. He didn't even know. With a bonnet on. Bitch, do better. Do better production than that. I could have helped you. We could have been cool. But you want to go around and fucking call me a bunch of old bitches and shit like this? I don't do that to you. I don't talk about your wig, your your motherfucking, you know, oatmeal cookie stomach. I don't talk about none of that shit. And I don't let that motherfucker talk about you. I tell the motherfucker all the time, shut the fuck up. You love that bitch. Shut up. Okay? And when more women stop blaming these other women, your motherfucking dude gave them the op. Your dude is the op, not the girl. She did what bitches do. You don't owe me no fucking respect. He did. But I'm not going up in no bitch house. I'm not doing that. Yeah, it was his house, but then it became my house. You knew that. You drove by enough times. You knew that. June happened. That that video you see of my son and me and back to life and all the other shit that night beat the shit out of me. Dragged me downstairs. My ex-husband is in town. He would have, he would have cleared everybody. Because, again, my ex-husband, I protect my men because... I look at you as somebody that I'm sharing my life with for a section of time. So it's always in my best interest. They protect me. I protect them. My ex-husband, y'all know, has dropped that gorgeous. Drug me downstairs, dropped my girlfriend's daughter off in the middle of the night, didn't even see her in the house, took my key off the thing, and then takes the food from the party that was catered by Dirty Bird, throws it on my lawn at my house. Neighbor across the street, son works for the city. They the next day get ready to call the police. That's how sick you are, you fuck. You didn't even tell me when you came back that you had done that and then come by the next day while my sister is there who is married to a financier who could have called somebody to have you arrested right then and there. You tried to intimidate my sister after you fucking threw all that food, like had homeless people giving them liquor and all this thousands of dollars worth of food from the party. You came home like nothing happened. Had me sitting on the porch talking about wait on my porch, bitch. On my motherfucking birthday. And because we got this case going on, I'm just trying to keep shit quelled. That was June. I had to call your best friend who's married, crying, because my sister was about to call the police on you. So I don't give a fuck. He's threatening you. He's threatening me. Threw all this food over here. And then you acted like you didn't know what happened to the contractor when he came to the house that day. July comes, we had a pool party because you're socially awkward and inappropriate. I don't listen. I'm about the network and I'm about the politics. And this is a girl that I've known since high school. She's also a cancer. Beautiful home down the street from where we lived. And um, remember, I'm paying bills in my house. I'm paying bills in his house, like far as like food and all that shit is concerned, taking care of my stepfather's house because that's my mother's house. Just making sure everything's cool. July comes, we go to this party. Not even three weeks later, and we at the party. He's on. He's on medical disability. I get knocked out, unconscious, just at a party. 
in front of all my friends, all my peers. And the guy that filmed the girl doing the porn, he's there. And this is like family to me. They have to wave down a police officer to come over because I'm unconscious on the ground and I hear him yelling, like when I'm coming to, look at this bitch just putting on, putting on, talking about I was up in niggas' faces. This is her son I'm talking to. Son has a deceased child, and if you know what I do for a living, you know that sometimes necromancy is, is a gift for me. And I got knocked out, and he tried to give a reason because I was in niggas' faces, but that's not the case. I'm there with you, but you and everybody else's face, to the point where men was about to knock your motherfucking head in between the tire iron and the black muffler because you talking to their girl, white, black, and different, because you just happen to be somewhere. My friend had it on video. They had it on their phones. I'm unconscious on the ground. The police, I wake up, I'm coming to the police there. And because I don't remember, because I'm not for the destruction of black men by the police, I said, I don't remember what happened. And they said, okay, this starts with stops with you. And then they, you know, so he gets to keep his job. This is July. Um, that was my last show. And, um, because I don't remember. I go home with him and I realize something's wrong because I don't remember. And I walk the eight blocks to my mother's house where the police are waiting for me to take a statement. And even in that way, feet bleeding because I'm walking down the boulevard with, or the Buffalo Avenue with a bathing suit on and some pants and flip-flops. He said, we look for you. So they got the internal. Okay, they got everybody out there. We just need to take a statement. They got me on body cam for it. I'm like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to nobody. I'm fine. I'm not bruised up yet because I smacked my head on the cement. And I wake up the next day. I can't feel the right side of my body. So I had a stroke. And uh, a seizure. So I went to work Saturday, and I remember him coming over that day, and he didn't even remember what he had done. And I thought it was because of the head injury. And I had to call my friend, Pammy, and he was in the background. She didn't know, and I said, what happened? And I remember him breaking down because he didn't remember that. And recently she sent me a video, of, and he broke a rail, and he paid for the rail and all that. I buried all of that for him. And I shouldn't have. Because I ended up having to take six weeks off work unpaid because I had had seizure-like activity in my face. I couldn't feel the right side of my body at work, and I stand all day. But I wouldn't go to the hospital because I had already been to the hospital for a hairline fracture in my arm and two sprained wrists, which I had to take off another week of work. That was in April. And uh, they were getting tired. And one of my employees, his wife, worked at the hospital. And since 1993, because of the cold brown symptom, when you keep going to the hospital with these injuries, they start making reports and I was trying to protect them, so I didn't go to the hospital. So what I did is I told my, my doctor, like, I have some, some medical issues and I need to take some time off work, and I told her what was going on as much as I could with the seizure, like, and the stroke. And she wrote me out for six weeks. My job granted it. 
and uh, it didn't get any better. August, I inherited the cafe. He sat here and watched me clean everything every day, saying that because he was on disability, he couldn't even help me pick up a washcloth, couldn't help me pick up nothing. And I just kept getting blessed. And um, we went to Dallas. And that's around the time I stopped fighting back. I didn't even hit him back anymore. No triggers, no nothing, just whatever. You look like you have an attitude. And he would do things to get me to hit him back, but then I wouldn't, which made him more angry. So the beating got worse. And when I hit him back, I would be mad at myself because I'm like, I don't want to go to jail for hitting him because he's going to say that I hit him first. And it wasn't all the time. But it was enough. So... Fast forward to February, we're on the end of the relationship. And I could tell something's off. I had been looking for apartments, and I could say that online because he didn't know. I'd been moving shit out the house. I'd become very close with somebody that was designing a website for me and just betrayals every fucking where, you know. You can't depend on anybody. And I've been letting people know. You know, and I couldn't tell my sister. I couldn't tell anybody because nobody wanted them around anymore. Like, you can't go to Cali. You can't go, you can't go anywhere with me because everybody knows he's fucking abuser, but his mother, she doesn't know. So imagine somebody calling their mother on you every single time, and the mother doesn't know that you're beating the shit out of this girl. So my mother's sister... Lived, the baby sister lives in St. Thomas, and she followed me on Instagram. You saw that I went to St. Thomas, which was during the time of our anniversary, also during Valentine's Day, just two days apart. We made two years. And I remember thinking, like, he would be okay, like, with my aunt and them, and we get home, we fight. And I'm thinking, like, why is he so angry with me? Like, he didn't want to make a Valentine's Day post. And the reason that I stopped posting him is because I was embarrassed. We had to put a restraining order on this girl in September, which I'm sure, like, fucked her up because she's like, damn, I've been fucking this motherfucker for, like, four years. I held him down when he was overseas. And the mother, you never even met the mother. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, I get it. But I had to do that to protect myself because I'm an elected official, too. So it's like, and I have a son that's living in the house. It's just like, it's too much. So we're waiting to hear whether his case got dissolved or not. And so I just, and he's like, you know, I'm going to do better. I, you know. I go back to work in December. So we go to St. Thomas, everything's cool. Give me a fit on Valentine's Day about a post, and then I find out that the 911 operator buried a call and said that, you know, I, I buried a call for you. And I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, did she suck your dick? Is it like, why would, like, somebody, oh, this person knocked their girlfriend out at this party and then you never put the call out? These are, like, federal violations. Like, what the fuck? Like, why would you come in the house and tell me that? This is in January. He, like, breaks shit in the kitchen and, like, it's just fucked up. Like, this man hates me because he's considerably gotten worse because I just keep marrying the abuse. And I, I have a problem with saying victim because I don't, 
subscribe to that philosophy that I'm the victim of only volunteers, right? But in this case, he made me feel like, not like I deserved it, but like no one was going to believe me anyway. It's true because in February, we went to St. Thomas. They canceled our flight home. So we're on an island, like literally in the middle of the water, and he's just acting out. So congratulations, bitch, whoever got him, like, you in, but now it's your problem. And I pray for you because he's going to, you're just a poor man's version of me. He's just going to escalate, and it's just going to be, so I'm laying in the bed, bomb panty, in an $800 a night villa with a pool in our own situation after we checked out of Margarita, though, because we had no choice. And I have the money because I'm doing ghostwriting deals. I have this beignet shop. I have all these businesses. I make money. Like, that's not the point. And I never made him feel insignificant about it, but I'm just tired. Like, when are you going to pour into me? Like, why is it always you have to pour into you? Like, fuck you. Pour back, motherfucker. Can you help me? Can you mow a lawn? Can you fucking paint a wall? Can you fucking clean my car? Can you do something? It doesn't require money. Like, you stop putting gas in my car. Like, you men are so so telltale when your attention is diverted to something else. And if that's not what it was, just leave me the fuck alone. Just be like, yo, this isn't what I want. You got too big, too quick. So while I was living, I kind of just blew up. Like I, my businesses just, they just kept being abundant and I was just being blessed even in the middle of hell. The Valentine's Day, the day after he puts out this, you know, we were late for dinner and all this other shit. It's just like, this motherfucker don't love me at all. He's like, you keep saying that and it's not true. And I'm like, bro, look at the shit that you have done in the last fucking year. Everything that you have done says, I hate this bitch. I want her to fucking die. I do not like this motherfucker. I hate Denise. I bash her fucking face in. I drag her downstairs on her birthday. Every time I can, I'm an embarrassing bitch. Don't even get me started on Atlanta. When Black Farmer Fund flew me down for Atlanta and I slept in the fucking hotel lobby and he was upstairs in the hotel room that my company paid for because of the fact that I didn't want to be in the room with him because he, he, he escalates. You know, and then I get accused of shit. Well, fuck, I don't cheat. I just leave. And then after I leave, I upgrade. And then I act like I've never seen him before in my fucking life. That's why I'm not mentioning his name because you don't exist. So... Day after Valentine's Day, I look on the Valentine's Day post where he's like, my love, my goddess, my protector, you know, I'm going to provide for you always. And he was. He was a good provider. But there is a difference between a correlation between a man being a provider and a protector. You did not protect me. You did not protect me from your mother. You did not protect me from the bitches that you fucked. You did not protect me from anybody. You put me in harm's way myself, and that is just not the relationship I was looking for. So the mother gets on a post, and she says, what about your parents and we took care of your kids and, you know, I didn't like her mom and that's why her mom is dead because her mom talked too much. And then, you know, I didn't even like her when she was a child. She was always a witch. And like this, like who, what in the entire fuck is going on? So we share a cousin, him and I. So my cousin went over to the house, talked to her, and she was like, yeah, she shouldn't have said that. But he's getting mad at me. Then I started realizing every time he has an encounter with the mom, within 24 to 48 hours, there's an assault on me, an attack on me, a beating on me, and the mother doesn't know that. So imagine the 
buying Christmas gifts for somebody who says you're not allowed at my home. That's the type of bitch I am. Thousand dollars worth of Christmas gifts sent over there. You know, the mother didn't call and say thank you because you know your son didn't pick you out no fucking purse from Saks. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just we just come from two different types of caliber of women. So the mother gets on and saying, I'm a witch. She's glad my mom died. Something about if my mom would have checked. This is on Facebook. Like, this is under a post for Valentine's Day where he's being very specific about the fact that I covered for him when other bitches, like, you would have been under the jail, my guy. So the mom calls and apologizes. She says, you know, I'm going to just leave it alone. I'm going to just let y'all, you know, because I, I was very fond of his mother. I, I looked up to her as a child, very beautiful. And when I saw that, like, in my line of work, we just don't speak about the dead. My mother been dead for 10 years. And I was visiting my mother's baby sister. They're almost 70 years old, ma'am. Is everything okay? Like, what the fuck did my mom do to you that in her death February? So when we get home, so the next day, they cancel our flight while we're on the way to the airport. And... I'm in a space where I'm like, all right, I got the money, no big deal, babe. Because I never paid for anything. Like, I don't pay for anything. Like, he was a gentleman in that aspect. Like, I never, like, I'm not saying I'm down bad because of this. It's I'm down bad because of the inconveniences, because he breaks stuff. Because after any type of event I have, he takes everything and then he just breaks it. Okay, he broke my laptop, so he brought me another one. He broke, like, some of the fucking shea butters and shit that I had after the fucking Black Friday event just because, like, and this is just not me. This is people that have been around him that are just like, there must be some sort of level of jealousy or something. And I'm just like, no, like, like you ain't put a label on nothing. Like, you just ain't helped me. So when dudes say, like, you know, I don't care what my, like, you know, you wasn't with me shooting in the gym, I get it. This motherfucker wasn't shooting with me in the gym. Like, motherfucker, you wouldn't even put a label on nothing. Do you want me to help you get this money to fix your motherfucking house or not? Because I was fixing this motherfucking house before I was fixing my own house. Let's be clear. Because this is, this is the reason I'm telling you that I own another house that is not finished being constructed or is under renovation. I'm going to get to that. So after everything that this motherfucker did, everything that I buried, hired the attorney, the attorney is showing up to court for him for his shit at work, making sure that they know, like, he had nothing to do with it, whatever, whatever. We go to dinner at this place that I wanted to in um, St. Thomas, and I don't stay with my aunt because, again, this I haven't seen my aunt since I'm five years old. I'm almost 50. So... And we grown. So I was like, I got, look, everything's booked on the island. It's Valentine's Day week. You know, this motherfucker didn't buy me nothing. We just went on the trip. It was, you know, expensive trip, Virgin Islands, the most expensive week of the year, apparently. And I get the villa. He's getting frustrated. And so we go to dinner. I pay for dinner. And I see him checking his accounts. And I'm just like, hey, babe, I got it. This is like the first time, like, I'm like, babe, I got it. Like, I'm good. Because he always want to be the man. Baby, you're going to be broke trying to keep up with me because I don't got credit card money. I got cash money. And so my shit on a debit card, I don't got no credit card. And if I do, they like 300 300 Like, they ain't, like, you know, he's got excellent credit. He's got a lot of shit that he could have helped me with. And instead of him just being forthcoming, and a lot of the shit that we had that we were going to do, I took off the table because I don't trust you. And I don't trust you with my business. I don't trust you with my heart. I don't trust you with my soul. I only trust you with my body. So I definitely don't trust you with my business. So I stopped talking to him about business. Trademarks going on, patents, all type of shit going on. I'm always handling business, even through these attacks. 
So the last night we in the villa and I'm laying in the bed, brawn panty. I'm trying to get something. And he comes in the room and he's like, you like, you got an attitude. And I'm like, what? And this is how all I, I wish I could tell you that our fights was about something. They not about nothing. And that's how I know it ain't got nothing to do with me. You just hate me. I don't hate you. Why you say that? I was with you for two years. And that don't mean a motherfucking thing, bitch. If I was with Diddy for two years, I'd tell motherfuckers that too. Dating a motherfucker after me is like going on stage after fucking Drake. How about a round of applause? I, I think the fuck not. It's going to be a tough act to follow, and I pray for you. I, I I want you to be happy. I want everybody to be happy because I lowered my standards because motherfuckers that treat me dirty and filthy, they fucking pay for that. They be like, no, I, I, I got to keep this motherfucker in my life some type of fucking way. So whatever the fuck I need to do to make sure she knows I'm sorry and I would never disrespect her like that. Like, it was just a constant barrage of disrespect. You allowed your mom to tell you, and I heard her in the phone, this is the type of fucking mom he got. Oh, tell her you don't love her. Tell her right now. That's side chick behavior. That's shit side bitches do. Is everything okay? Y'all all right? What the fuck is going on? And I have to tell somebody because of these legal proceedings. So, and I don't want y'all feeling like I'm this invincible motherfucker because this was not about love, baby. This was about loyalty. The love stopped when you fucked another bitch without a fucking condom and then came back and fucked me like it was a nothing in our in our marital bed. Make no mistake, that bed got thrown the fuck out. <laughs> Ma'am, that was part of the stipulation. Now you got to throw that out. You got to go get another bed. And I thank you because, like I said, that motherfucker ran up probably about $20,000 in debt just to make sure that I was okay. Anything I needed, anything I wanted, that motherfucker did it because of you, because you couldn't deal with the fact that this motherfucker did what he did, told him straight up you was wrong for that. Had you had just told the girl up front and been honest and been like, look, me and my bitch can't back together, this, this, and this. And she was like, well, he said this, this, this. I said, bitch, niggas go nig. You believe what these motherfuckers say? Because I don't. Motherfucker, you can lie to me to you, blue in the face. Motherfucker, I'm not coming to your house. At least make the motherfucker get you a jacuzzi sweet. God damn, you eat booty cat. At least make the motherfucker get your booty, get your jacuzzi suite. So that he can soak the tank meat so it's tenderized when you eat it. Because I'm not doing the shit. I'm not. I I will, girl. I'll pay you to do it. Cause I'm not doing it. I don't got to. Why the fuck am I gonna overexert myself when you doing it all for free, and I'm getting paid to do less? That's stupid. That's basic economics. Doesn't make sense. So. You know, we in St. Thomas, and I'm laying in bed. He's like, you just look like you got an attitude. I said, I'm not doing this shit with you. I'm laying here in a bra and panty waiting for you to get in the bed. We in this beautiful villa. We could be dancing in the fucking moonlight in the pool. We have a private pool in our villa. I ain't never made no man feel like less than. You know what this nigga always tell me? You talk over me. I said, yeah, but I don't cheat. I don't call other dudes. Like, what are you talking about? You have done the most. You've texted other bitches. You've called other bitches. you cheated. You've done had a bitch in the house. Like, you done disrespect my home. You disrespect my body. Like, the fuck is you talking about? You put your hands on me. I had to bury shit. I had to let you use my lawyer. Like, I paid for that. Like, I'm embarrassed. And you talking about all I do is talk over you? Get you some black male friends. And they'll say, sir, if that's all she did and she allowed you to keep your job, she allowed you to keep your career, she ain't caught the police on you, and we're going to get to that. So, because I don't call the police. For what? So, I'm laying in the bed, and he throws a water bottle at me. Full of water because I get up and I go to sleep on the couch in the living room. And this is a big thing. 
you know, because I don't want to be around somebody that don't love me. I don't want to be around somebody that don't want to be bothered with me, and I'm just going to enjoy what I paid for because I never get to because it's always a fight. Like, the fuck? Like, this motherfucker hates me. Because when you've been loved, you know what it looks like when somebody don't love you. I've been loved. Like, I'm, <laughs> like I may have been dead wrong, but I have been motherfucking loved. From Texas to where I've never told you these motherfuckers didn't like. That's the one thing I've never told. I never told you these motherfuckers didn't like. They made it did some fucked up shit. They they'll take. I loved her. I just couldn't make it work. I just was being a nigga. I just you know whatever. But they loved me. Still do to this day. They apologize to me for the rest of their fucking life. Okay, and I appreciate that, and I'm thankful. So. Throws the water bottle, I throw the phone back. He jumps out of the bed and beats me to the point where I'm in brown panties. I feel myself not moving. And I remember saying to myself, don't hit him back. Don't fight back because he's going to say you hit him first. And that's the thing, like, for the last, like, six months of the relationship, like, don't hit him back. And I realize now I fucked up. I realized now, like, that was fucked up. Because I'm a fighter. And I would just let him beat me because I didn't want to go to jail. Because he was going to lie on me. Because if I'm hitting you, it's not going to be a skibbity pat. It's going to be we draw blood. So I remember laying there in St. Thomas. And my face just felt so heavy, and I'm just laying there, and I remember him saying, you fucking bitch, I fucking hate you, fucking bitch, you, and just yelling, and he's sitting on the bed, and I'm laying on the floor, I'm not moving, and some say later, like, bitch, you was unconscious again. I already had a stroke. I already had a seizure because of this motherfucker. And I remember laying there and I'm not moving and I remember just getting my breath back and I remember like waking up and going and I get up and I just get up and I just run out the fucking villa across the pool and I run out to the street in St. Thomas and they drive on the opposite side of the street and I don't again because I'm trying to protect him and I'm trying to just get home I don't call the police call me and she said, hey, he said that something happened and he slapped you. And I sent her a picture. I said, no, he punched me in my face about six times. My lip, I looked like Marge Simpson. We have to fly out the next morning, like eight hours later. And that's when I knew. This motherfucker going to kill me. He's going to kill me. And he doesn't care and he hates me and whatever the fuck I fucked up for him back home because the flight got canceled and delayed or whatever, whatever is going on. He hates me. I've never, I've never been hated by somebody that I was in a relationship with. So I told my cousin, I told her everything, and she said, yeah, I heard about what happened in July. And she's like, I'm going to say something to him. I said, don't say nothing to him. Tell him when I come back in there, don't say shit to me. We'll get up in the morning. And at this point, my mouth is so swollen, I can't even hardly talk. 
And the next day, I was made to fly home from St. Thomas. We were flagged by Homeland Security. My face was fucked up. And they said, ma'am, go over here. And the guy's trying to check our luggage. Homeland Security don't check your luggage. He says, ma'am, take your glasses off. And I had on my savoir fares. And I was supposed to be doing video drops for my boy, Chris Classic, down in Atlanta that owns the brand, the cologne, and all that savoir fare. Couldn't show my face. So you'll see the drop is just up against the pool in the villa. It's not my face. My face fucked up. So I knew I was going to have a black eye, and my lip was fucked up. My, he punched me so hard in my lip that the lip wrapped around my tooth. And um, then my arm. So they sat us 18 rows apart on the airport, in an airplane, and then they paged me. And homeless security took a picture of me, and I'm like, this ain't going good, and I'm embarrassed. I'm at the airport, whole face puffy, and this nigga still looking at other bitches, still just like nothing. I'm eating french fries out the other side of my mouth. And I call my stepfather, and I said, when you get home, because he's watching the dog, I said, just meet me at the house. You should be home by 1130. And then they paged me, and they said, we're going to keep you back off this flight. I said, no, I need to go home. I'm okay, I need to go home. The lady can't smart me. I said, listen, you're not on your fucking standard. I need to go home. I said, you already rebooked my flight. And he doesn't understand, like, that was St. Thomas' way of saying, we know something's wrong. Homeland Security been notified, pictures taken, all that shit. And I went back to him and I told him, I said, you better start fucking thinking of a story as to what the fuck happened to my face. It's an allergy. No, allergy ain't black in my eye. I came home. And uh, my stepdad was at the house, and then he says, right before we got to the house, you know what he offered me? He says, I'm going to run you a hot bath. Because, you know, a hot bath going to fix my face. And he had never beat me in my face before. Always just body here, throwing a chair there, breaking glasses here. He had never beat me in my face before. When I came home two days later, I had to go to my brother's premiere in Toronto for the CDC, and I had so much makeup on. I'm not a makeup person where I was wearing a yellow dress. Can't even tell. And I had to wear lipstick every day to work, so for almost three weeks. And then our cousin passed, and I had to go to the funeral. And then my cousin's like, no, nah, I'll stay here. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to stay at the funeral. My face looking like this. And then my brother's seen it, and then my coworker's seen it. And it's just the shame, right? And this motherfucker said, what about when you hit me? We was in Dallas in August. And you you hit me in the head with a cell phone. And I realized, like, this motherfucker is sick. Like, you don't even... So, so, I'm, so, so here's the other thing. He thinks that everything is about the cheating. It's not. You won't let shit go. I said, because every month you are creating a new trauma. I can't heal past what happened in March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January, February. I can't heal past any of it without you creating a new event that I have to heal from. And I am tired and I'm going to hurt you. And so at this time, I need to go. 
because I've endured enough. My healing journey has to stop right now because I can't endure that much of a black man's pain to the point where I'm killing myself and you are beating my face into the point where I have nerve damage in my right eye. So it look like I'm winking at you. I'm really not. It's nerve damage. And if a man is beating your face and he hates you, I'm sorry, he hates you. And even though he just told me, oh, I love you, even today, it gets better, y'all. Y'all ready? So I have already been trying to move out the house. Told him, I said, look, I am going to, because we had an ice storm. And I said, because my brothers are both injured right now, I'm going to be in a situation where I'm going to get some people to get some stuff um, out of here and just give me a minute and I'll be out probably by April 1st. And he's like, okay. He's like, no problem. He's like, you know, and um, everything's going to be fine. And I was like, maybe we can just date. And I'm just telling him this because I don't want any problem. Um, I said, maybe we can just date. We just don't need to live together. I just think it was just too much. And he's like, yeah, I think so. I think that's what it is. But it was more than that. So we're now in March. I go see my sister in, uh, I go see my sister in D.C., and she's like, okay, I go home, and he's just not acting right. So no remorse, like, it's, it's everything. is Why can't you just get over it? And I'm like, motherfucker, because it just happened. Like, what do you mean, why can't I get over Like, I'm trying, and then just every time I turn around, it's, it's something else. Like, I can't just keep doing this. So turns around, and... We have a slight argument, like a real slight argument, because I had to go to court with one of my bosses. And um, he's like, well, get the fuck out. And this is every month. Every month is get the fuck out, even though he knows I've had shelter trauma. Like, all of a everything is get the fuck out, because that's his only control mechanism that I live there. So let's be clear. I had a crib when I met you. I had my dad's house. I had my mother's house. And then I have my own crib that's paid for a box in cash that I pay every month while I'm paying to live in your house. Like I said, I got big girl bills. I'm good. So we end up getting into it, and he calls somebody. And he's like, yeah, can you come over here? This bitch tripping again, da, da, da. So, again, because I don't know if you're cheating again or what's going on, I'm like, whoever you call, tell them don't come here. Don't. This is a month after, almost a month after we left uh, St. Thomas. And... um He's like, no, nah, fuck that. You don't want to talk to me. Get the fuck out of my house. This is this is every month. And if I don't leave, he takes my shit and he throws it outside, like whatever. This is every month. But I had already been moving out secretly. And um, so we, um, I said, if you continue to do that, he's pushing and shoving or whatever. So I said, all right, cool. I'm going to call the police because I don't know who you call. So the police show up. I said, no, no, no. Come in the house and take a report. They don't take a report. They're outside talking to him. Of course, mama shows up. Now, why would you call your mom here? 
a month after she said she was glad my mama died and my mom deserved to die and all those That's the last one the fuck you should call her because bitch, I forgot what she said. And y'all, which I don't understand is, this is, I didn't even realize this, three days before my mother's birthday. So you're doing all this. And again, not even a big argument. None of our arguments are about anything. It's just about, nigga, you don't like me. Just say that. Leave me the fuck alone. And just let me get my stuff and get out like we discussed. Now, I was going to let him keep the couch, keep the TV and all that other stuff. But in the chat, and that's not the aesthetic of any of my homes. I had a home when I met him. I had several homes. About to buy a farm. Like, I'm good. So watch what he does next. After that, because I'm quite embarrassed by this, because this is now public record, which is why I'm making this public record, because you want to go, let's go, motherfucker. So I leave. I don't come back. The police come. They don't do anything. And they tell me, oh, we heard you guys are toxic. We've heard the story. And I'm like, I have never called the police on this motherfucker. What are you talking about? So I'm very hurt because I'm like, why are you not taking a report? Why are you not? Like, what's going on? So come to find out. He finesses the, the people outside and was like, oh, she's just bugging, and she always does this. And the mom was like, you need to get your stuff and get out. I was like, you need to shut the fuck up. You fucking think I forgot what the fuck you said about my mom? What the fuck you think this is? And they're like, whoa, what the fuck just happened? Because I've never spoke to my elders like that. But, bitch, not today. Not tomorrow, not any day. And I get that you apologize, but you also told me in that phone conversation while we was in St. Thomas that anything that had to do with your son, you were going to leave it alone. He was going to let him deal with it. And so because he doesn't know how to have crisis intervention or have, you know, resolution, conflict resolution, he calls you. What the fuck was you going to do? Your son. I said, you don't even know your son. And it makes me sad because it's like I feel like you know that your son be beating bitches and you just don't care. These are the types of motherfuckers that go to prison because your mom is just sitting up there co-signing your shit instead of saying like, yo, like, apologize it like something. I, I have a son, a grown son. I know what my son is capable of. So if somebody coming to me and telling me this is what's going on with my child, I believe you because I've seen him do it myself. Like, ma'am, he tore up your kitchen last year. You don't think your son got an anger problem? He already had a lawsuit. Yet. Like, is everything okay? I'm not placating that. So... They make the mother leave. You know, if you want me out sooner than when I'm leaving, you need to evict me. Now, mind you, I specifically texted myself, look, I'll be out April 1st. This is like March 20th. This motherfucker serves me an eviction notice. So I don't speak to him. I don't come home for two days. He just serves me an eviction notice the day after my mother's birthday. Doesn't call, doesn't say, like, I know shit's fucked up, but do you need anything? I know it's your mom's birthday. My mom been gone 10 years. You also serve me an eviction notice 30 days before my mother's death anniversary, which is yesterday and day before. What type of, what? Mind you, y'all, he serves a notice on the 24th. I moved out the 31st. Because whatever bitch that you're doing all this for to make it seem like, you know what I'm saying? Because you know they got a grandstand. You bitches require this. What you're not understanding is that you just took my place. <laughs> whatever place you was in, your, your spot now open. This is why I don't do side chick, main chick. I don't do none of that. Take take care. There's a way you do things. And everything that I know about you, you're going to file an eviction against me and I'm an elected city official? Are you fucking crazy? So now I got to go have conversations with the mayor, still trying to protect this motherfucker. I got to go have conversations with this person, this person, this person. Because they're like, why is the person that actually shows up to court for people for eviction in court for an eviction? I'm like, it's not like that. 
this, this, and this. So he's like, well, I did it because, and I'm like, you did it because your mama told you to do it. He tells me yesterday, oh, no, I did it. It's all me. This is a man that literally still was trying to have me at the house up until like three days ago, just brought me stuff that I needed from Sam's Club Sunday, and now all of a sudden you brand new. I don't give a fuck about you getting some new trim. I knew there was another bitch when you had the sofa eight in the house. I don't use that shit. That's some bitches with no edges. I don't use shit from Sally Jesse Raphael's store. Like, I don't, come on, man. You, you you neglected to clean shit up because you think you're grown. If you wanted me out the house because you wanted to have another relationship, baby, all you had to do is wait a week. But what you're doing is you're trying to keep that situation because she don't give a fuck if you fuck with other motherfuckers or she give a fuck about me. I don't care, but you're lying, and that's dangerous, and it's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So I turn around, and I'm sitting here trying to be civil, and it just it keeps going back to I just need to sue this motherfucker. I don't have loss of wages, loss of time. I haven't been on here. This is monetized for me. I get paid to be on iTunes. I've been on iTunes for 10 years long before y'all started having opinions about every motherfucking thing that was loud and wrong, you know. And so last night, you know, I was talking to him, and I was like, he's like, oh, I hope you have a better week. And I was like, I don't think that it's going to be a better week because the week my mom died. So this is a man that I've been in a relationship for two years. You didn't remember that this is my mother's death anniversary? He apologized. Oh, I didn't remember it was your mom's birthday. What type of fucking man is you? What the, what the fuck is going on? Like, bruh, this stuff's tied. You know, and so we have a dog together. I bought the dog, whatever we pitched, whatever, and the dog has to get fixed this week, so I'm trying to be civil because I don't want nobody to be my enemy, and especially everything that we've gone through, and I'm still looking for the sliver of love, and it's not there. You know, he's like, well, every time I turn around, you always bring up the past. Baby, the past was just in February. You bashed my fucking face in, and I was made to fly home like pain and go to work for three weeks with a busted fucking eye, lip, all this shit, and I don't give a fuck what you say. I didn't do nothing to deserve that. You bitch-ass motherfucker. And there are people that know that you did that that want to put you to fucking jail, and I'm telling them no. So if I'm telling you that we finna start filing lawsuits at this point, this is not my fucking problem because you keep being disrespectful, thinking that I'm threatening you. It's not a threat. It's my right because you don't know how to properly tell the fucking truth. My mother would never stand by me if I was fucking wrong. If I was wrong, I got the type of mother that was like, no, you better whatever the fuck that motherfucker want, you better do it. I'm not going to be no, you just want control. Control? Motherfucker, if I could control you, you would have kept your dick in your fucking pants, you bitch-ass motherfucker, you weak-ass bitch. So at the point of the matter, I deal with motherfuckers that tell me the truth no matter what, if it hurts me. So I had to go bury my pain with somebody that loves me, loves me, but has been to the depths of hell, and I'm so thankful for them. And I cried to somebody else. You are insignificant to me at this time because you're so busy worried about impressing the next bitch that you couldn't even make good on what the fuck you did to the current bitch that you still trying to make sure that, oh, I'm going to start taking Tuesdays off and I'm going to do this. Motherfucker, you can't play both sides of the fucking fence with me. <laughs> you either in or fucking out. I'm out. But I'm just saying, like, if you're going to be humble, you need to humble yourself because if you don't humble yourself, life's going to fucking do it for you. And so what I don't like is to be fucking embarrassed and then to have your mom sitting up here fucking sticking up to you where her job could be on the line, your job could be on the line because you're disrespectful as fuck. Okay? 
So I got to sit here with a busted face, busted this, busted that, because you can't, you lack self-control, and you want to sit up here and talk about some shit I did to you in August in retaliation because you like to put your hands on bitches? I pray for the next woman that you with. When I say poor man's Denise, it means that you're going to get it worse than what the fuck I got. He can only be right for 90 days. And that's sad because I asked this motherfucker upon meeting him, yo, I heard some rumors about you. This, 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 no, nah, that's not true. And this, this, and this. And then I come to find out somebody that works with him was like, no, nah, they true. They true. That hurt my fucking stomach. That people was like, I thought, you know, I'd be joking and putting like, this is a paid, <laughs> this is a paid partnership, shit like that. My thing is this, anytime that a motherfucker is so quick to move on like that, there are things that are left done. Or that motherfucker was moving on during the relationship. That's why I don't I don't cheat. I just leave and then move on with my life. But again, like I told you, I'm thankful to the people that love me. I'm thankful to the people that have seen me at the bottom and then even today. You know, everything is, oh, don't call my phone and this, this, and this. I'm like, motherfucker, my aunt just died. I'm, t- I'm calling you about the dog again because they called me today because you got to get the urine sample for the dog. I don't even fuck with you like that. I ain't been to the house in days. And last time I was there, we sitting on the couch that you have a legal possession of because when I went to call the movers to get my shit out, you called the police on me because that's what bitch-ass motherfuckers do, making it seem like I was stealing my own couch that's in my name that you have to pay off because the shit's in my name and I pay interest on it. The TV that you're watching, that's my fucking TV. Them blankets, that fucking, them towels, everything in that motherfucker is mine. The glasses, the plates you eating on the fucking, I left all that shit there. Bitch, I could go buy that shit 27 times over. My goal in life is to come into people's life and make it better. And so when I walk away and you're still disrespectful and you don't even let me walk away with the dignity that I had in a relationship, nah, fuck that. And then you being disrespectful. So I told him today, I said, you know what, thing is normally he'd be trying to come by my cafe and he drive past her every day at the same time. And I said, well, when you drop your little friend off, call me. Motherfucker never call me. It's like you dudes are so fucking stupid. You tell on yourself. I don't got to stalk you. Your next door neighbor is one of, is, is, is somebody that worked with me. And not that she would ever tell it, but it's just like you do too much. Like, bro, I just lived there 30 days ago. So you filing an eviction on me so that I can't do this and I can't do that. You think that the mayor is cool with that? And we got $1.5 million ready to deploy for the city. And now because you filed an eviction because you claim that your mama didn't tell you that, like, I hope that little pit pat is worth it. I hope you get married. I hope you have more illegitimate children. And I loved his children. Son is gorgeous. Daughter is bright. And I actually loved his mother, too, and I loved his aunt. I loved the whole family. So the fact that I have to be at odds with your mom because you're not telling her the truth and your mother is not wise enough to say, what is going on if this, this is really happening? Because that's what my mother would have did. But my whole thing is you want to sit up there and you want a slave. These black men don't be wanting women that's doing this, but they want slaves. Your only complaint about me, black man, is that I talk over you. It's because you're a liar, because you are a thief of joy. It is because you have damaged me. It is because you hurt me, and you're never going to understand until it happens to you, and I don't have it in me to do the things that you did to me to you. But that's not what my mother raised. You talk shit about my mom, talking about at least I have a mother. Wow. There's men out there that would have hurt you for less. You know, and you riding past my job being all crazy, and now because you're in a new situation, 
And instead of just, you know, so now he's like, why are you always bringing up the cheating? Because your behavior is showing me that this is the exact behavior you had almost at the exact same time last year. And I'm not saying this with the same girl. I don't really give a shit either way. You're not getting a prize. And even if you do good for you, I hope you can change it because I couldn't. Love is the highest vibration. That's what I functioned in at all times. That's why I protected him. And I don't feel the need to protect him anymore. I need to protect myself. And I'm so sorry that I was not on this show because I'm so trying to protect somebody that never was going to protect me. And I think that God was showing me this, like, you're never going to know the true meaning of love until you see somebody that don't love you at all. And he's like, you're not in my head. He told me today, you're not in my head. You don't know how I feel. No, I don't. I don't because I'm watching how you treat me. I'm watching how you act. I'm telling you I'm in pain because my mother's death anniversary and you couldn't even call me when you cussed me out. I don't give a fuck what you did. Nigga, I'll take you back if you bashed my fucking face in. I still laid in the bed with you after you cheated on me in the same bed and then didn't even have the audacity to even tell on me. She had to tell me. That means I have more respect for the broad than I do for you because she told me. Not you. The type of men I deal with, they telling on themselves up front, like, uh-uh, before this broad find out, let me just tell her what happened. Okay? Auntie is sick to her stomach because it wasn't even worth it. I walked out quarter of the woman that I was when I walked into the relationship thinking that I was going to be protected, I was going to be respected. I did everything right. All this motherfucker can say is that I talked over him, and the reason I talk over him now is because he lied. You lied. If you wanted to be with somebody else, that's all you had to say, baby, I would have been gone. But to sit up there and file eviction papers knowing that I was moving on the first, which is a week later, that's some grimy-ass shit. And now what you've done is you started a, a chain event of items that has to do with lawyers. So now I don't want to talk unless the lawyer is present. You're just so angry. Yeah, because my mom died. And I was like, when your mom dies, you're going to understand. But until that time, leave my mom out of this. Did your mom leave my mom out of this? I'm matching energy, motherfucker. Fuck y'all. I don't give a fuck who here this. I don't give a fuck who go back and tell. All y'all licenses should be to ended you on day one. You holding that over my head. No, I'm not holding it over your head because you kept making mistakes. You kept making mistakes. I pay for my mistakes. You kept making mistakes. You kept fucking me over. You kept doing me dirty. You did me filthy. And then had the nerve to tell me to get the fuck out your house with pleasure. <laughs> Gladly. You know, I have messages that will show you I had already been looking for a crazy because I'm like, this motherfucker don't love me. This motherfucker do not like me. I love you and you just said that. This is David, though. And I pray for anybody that he moved forward in the relationship because when you ask my yeah, we can let it go. I would have let it go if you would have went and got help. Oh, I can't go get no help because this is this, this. You were supposed to schedule it for me and all this other. You have something wrong. You're getting in trouble at work. You're getting in trouble at home. Like, it's not me. And all this shit that you're doing is only a temporary Band-Aid. The love I have for motherfuckers that don't have no love for me, and even today, you still couldn't bring yourself. But you bring me some funeral flowers the other week. And I obviously know that you and your little girl was in a, in a little activity. That's why you come here when you were dropping off the stuff that I asked you to go grab me from the store because I'll tell you I don't suffer for free. Okay? You bailed on me when I needed you the most. And fucked me over when I needed you the most. And there is no amount of suffering that I will give a fuck about 
for you. I ain't got to lift a finger. That's all on God. You, your mom, and anybody else that had anything to do with my suffering because you allowed it. Okay? And I pray for anybody that's with you that she's safe and that she's going to be okay and that maybe she can love you through all this because I couldn't do it. And I'm powerful. So if I couldn't do it, baby, that's a demonic spirit. Confused energy is a demonic energy. You know, and then mother was always accusing me of being a demon. Me? Me? I might be dark, but I ain't no motherfucking demon. You know? And I don't deserve the treatment that I got. You mad because somebody was talking over you because you're a fucking liar and you're a cheater and you're a beater. And and I'm not in a space where I I'm I'm ready to forgive and to heal and shit like that. I have to heal on my own while I'm launching another business come May first. And you tried to put me out your house like I'm some destitute raggedy bitch because that's what you obviously telling somebody. But let's keep it a buck. You got your mama and them thinking they're like. You the, you was the prize in the relationship. I make three times what you make because I work three times what you work. If I'm working 70 hours a week, still sucking dick, still popping pussy, still fucking making dinner by 7 o'clock, still doing this, still doing that, and I sacrifice everything for you, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I sacrifice everything for you, sacrifice my integrity, sacrifice my relationships, sacrifice my faith, sacrifice my fucking body, had to go get AIDS tests, had to fucking put out a fucking restraining order against a girl that had nothing but love for you. But you couldn't even be a man. You're fucking trash, okay? You're trash. And I don't got to wish nothing bad to happen for you because you just, that's just just what's going to happen. And so until you atone, everything you do, gonna crumble. Come on some silly shit. And I don't give a fuck. Oh, you shouldn't say that man around with a black eye at work explaining the motherfucker, oh no, I fell into the door trying to protect the motherfucker and then in the end all the motherfucker can do is show you his ass. I have never in the history of niggadom been embarrassed like this. Out here trying to evict a motherfucker that actually does the evict and goes to court for the shit like that and you allow somebody to tell you to do that and then you try to say, Oh no, my mom didn't tell me to do that then you're not that bright. Then you try to take the bait for your mom. Because your mom had properties, you didn't. I have properties. Nobody had to live with you. I'm spending money in your crib instead of putting the $12,000 into my crib. Let's keep it a buck. Food ain't cheap. I was spending 250 to $350 a week just in toiletries. That motherfucker ain't buy a bottle of lotion. He ain't buy laundry detergent. We had a water machine in the crib. All that shit. I bought the liquor. I bought everything in the house. Now you got to pay off the couch. The TV I let you have, every curtain, every towel, all that shit is mine. So when you're really in love with a motherfucker, you're really a lesbian because you're really in love with me because that was my aesthetic, not his. Okay? And I and I, and I understand that, and I don't care because if I was you, I wouldn't give a fuck either. I'd be like, yeah, whatever. Just don't let the motherfucker hit you. The first time a motherfucker hit you, call the police. Don't give a fuck about his job. Don't give a fuck about nothing. And also, too, I'm not no raggedy bum-ass bitch. I don't want my name because I have businesses launching. I didn't want my name associated with shit. And I paid for lawyers to get him off of, you know, situations in work that had to do with me or whatever, whatever, that he didn't have nothing to do with. Okay? And so for me, I'm never going to be in a situation where I'm covering for somebody that can't even cover me and can't even say, you know what, she's leaving in a week. Let me just let her... Speak her peace and let me just let her go. 
whatever bra you was fucking with, if she didn't understand, like, yo, my girl leaving in a week, you know, shit's fucked up, you just need some time apart, you know, I love her, but, you know, whatever, whatever. I've had men tell me that. I've had men tell me I'm always love this motherfucker over here. But in return, they've also told bitches I always going to love Denise. I'll run through some fucking drywall for her. I'll set a motherfucker on fire walking for her. And that's what I needed yesterday, and I didn't get that. I had to go somewhere else and have somebody love me, and then somebody on the phone telling me that they love me, oh, just because I don't, yeah. Motherfucker, look what you're doing. I'm supposed to be comforted, but you at the bottom of somebody else's coochie. <laughs> you know, I needed my motherfucking salad talks. I needed, I needed some love. So I had to call somebody whose pain was, was, was darker than mine. And we ate duck and we ate crab and, and, and we, we had a good time and we cried together. And that was that, you know. And I want for everybody to understand that you don't got to be embarrassed about nothing that you're going through because um, we all do. And I can't believe that 25 years later, talk about a fucking test. 25 years motherfucking later, um, I'm going through this shit that I ain't been through since I wrote Stay in Your Lane, which my book also celebrated 10 years, and I didn't get no party. I didn't get no champagne. I had consistent things every month that I could have been celebrating. That day. I had a man that did not celebrate me in that way because he was so accustomed to me succeeding that it was just like, oh, so what? Everything was always, I got money, or I got this. Okay, well, motherfucker, I don't care about that. I, I need help. I need help doing this or fixing this or doing that because I'm not going to ask no man for $50,000. I'd rather just go work for it. And I got penalized for it. And I'm not coming to you with no sympathy. I'm just telling you, like, when they tell you, like, you know, women, we act masculine, I don't – I, I – <laughs> Me and my cousin CJ in Detroit, happy birthday to her because her birthday's coming up this weekend. We had a we laugh and we was talking about some of my exes because I have extraordinary men in my life. I have. And um, we was laughing because we was like, yo, for as much as we work, we was the bums in the relationship. So I've never been with a man that was concerned about what I was doing or me and Cindy because they were like, oh, look at her on a little cafe own a little four businesses, and this motherfucker is the CIO of some shit, and this motherfucker is the, you know, the the big wig over here, the big wig over there, or owns his own this, or owns his own that. So I'm always the bump. Believe it or not, I'm the poor friend, and I ain't poor. Like, my sister just bought a multi-million-dollar house, and, you know. So, like, I'm the poor friend. I'm the creator. We supposed to be broke. <laughs> but being broke is from the devil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? God don't want you broke. So it's just like, I just don't feel like I was loved in this relationship. And even though maybe to him that may have been love, because it was definitely not all bad. He definitely took care of me. I will tell you that. And I know for a fact he ain't took care of nobody like that. And I think that's why he gets so offended because he thinks that because I bought you this or because I bought you that. Motherfucker, do you know what I have acquired in my life? (laughs) But I also was respected. So you think that by buying me this the other day and buying me that the other day, and, and eating this the other day, that that is something that, you understand what I'm That don't mean nothing to me because it don't mean nothing to you. Because <laughs> you, cause you share and that shit. The more access people have to you, the more that, so, so let me tell you something. I stopped wearing red bottoms when everybody started getting them. My name on Instagram used to be Miss Red Bottoms. 
like 10 years ago. Everybody started getting my stock wearing Louis Vuitton. When everybody started buying a certain car, I didn't want it. When everybody started wearing their hair, I don't want it. Any dude that been ran through in the streets that he been ran through, I've lost friendships because of this man. I've lost money because of this man. I've lost respect because of this man. I've lost integrity because of this man. And it's my fault, too. I take 100% blame. And it's not about love. It was about saying, like, I don't want this black man to go out like this. The way that I protect and nurture black men is unraveled because I have a son, I had a father, I had a husband, I have brothers. Y'all get a raw deal a lot of the time. But this one right here, this one needs to be knocked between the lamppost and the fucking garbage can because at the end of the day, I have done everything to make sure that his career was where it needed to be at the expense of embarrassing my fucking self, and I'm tired. I am. And I just wanted to be honest with y'all because as the book, Black Girls Book of Shadows, gets completed, we have added a... uh, another chapter called Black with Blue, and that will discuss that because 25 years later, I went through a test, I passed, I'm here, and hopefully everything is good sailing. And I still have hope that we can at least at some point in the three to five business years be on speaking terms and be cool, but it's just like right now, life has not humbled this motherfucker. He just keeps going and just saying, you know what, I'm going to discard her because she makes me atone. And just every month, I'm like, what did you do to fix it? You bought me a necklace or you bought me a ring. And then, like, like let's keep it a buck. You buying me Sam's Club jewelry because that's what you can afford, but I'm buying you David Yerman. It's not fair. It's not fair. Somebody, I have to go cry to somebody else because you're unavailable because you're mad because I'm yelling because everything that you've done to me during my hardest time of my life, stay where you at. I'm good. Because if I have to suffer by myself, it's not going to be for free. And number two, I shouldn't have to suffer by myself because I am loved. Even if it's not by you, motherfucker, I'm going to be loved. (laughs) That's the show. And I'm thankful for y'all for waiting it out. I'm sorry that it took this long, but when auntie is suffering, I can't talk to y'all. Because when I'm angry, I make mistakes and I make bad decisions. And right now I'm just hurt. Um, And it's not even because of the love. I think the love stopped when the cheating happened. And I was just more tolerant and just trying to, because um, I don't like kicking them motherfucker when they're down, but at the same time, stay off the fucking floor. I'll see y'all next week. We'll be back on schedule as usual.
Looking at my wrist, did it turn your ass to stone? Stretch limousine, sipping rose all alone. Double headed monster with a mind of his own. Cherry red chariot, excess is just my character. All black tux, nigga shoes lavender. I never needed acceptance from all you outsiders. Had cyphers with Yeezy before his mouth wired. Before his jaw shattered, climbing up the Lord's ladder. We still speeding, running signs like they don't matter. Uh. Hater talking never made me mad. Never that, not when I'm in my favorite paper tag. Therefore, G4's at the clearport. When it come to tools, fool, I'm a pep boy. When it came to dope, I was quick to export. Never tired of balling, so it's on to the next sport. New Mercedes sedan, the Lex Sport. So many cars, DMV thought it was mail fraud. Different traps I was getting mail from. Polk County, Jacksonville, Ray Melbourne. Whole click appetite, Ted take worms, spinning Teddy Pendergrass, final as my shade burns. I shed a tear before the night's over. God bless the man, I put the dice over. Getting Tupac money twice over. Still a real nigga, red coochie sweater, dice roller. I'm making love to the angel of death. Catching feelings, never stumble, retracing my steps. 